Listen carefully. You are now 5,000 miles from land, and you're descending seven miles to the bottom of the ocean. See you all in a month. Here we go. We're gonna do this, let's do this. from one to ten. How bad's my rig? Ten. We drilled to the bottom of the ocean and we don't know what came out. Gotta get to the station. How did we even get there? We walk up. We're just gonna walk with insufficient oxygen across the bottom of the ocean. We don't know what's out there. Worst idea ever! Turn your lights off. What is that? What is that? What is happening? There's something following us. Alrighty, welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we will be finally reviewing Underwater. And with that being said, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World page. First things first, uh, we have from YouTube and the Cinemania World team, Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? What's going on? I finally saw Underwater, and uh, anything Dwayne says on Twitter, I second it. <laughs> underwater aka aka aquaman 2 um yes. Ty- Ty- tyler you always ruin who the next person is because you just start speaking jesus I'm sorry. <laughs> they, know who I, they know who i am and i'm also joined from the cinematic world page and youtube we have tyler caliber tyler how are you my friend uh i'm doing great even though the day has been long between the oscar nominations and that oh uh, it's been trailer. a disaster disaster <laughs> of a day i yeah those those nominations were just boring and predictable yeah i mean we'll, we'll um we'll uh we'll we'll do our uh world show on wednesday um i'm not i decided i'm not going to the gentleman ain't happening uh no, we're gonna do the world no show love for Ty Ritchie. Yeah, I don't because Alex was not going, and Alex knows that I cannot stand Boston screenings. I can't stand it. So oh, I, wasn't it was, that one? At, wasn't that one at the show place, though? Oh, that one is. Why am I going now? It's my effort, guys. What a plot twist! Well, because all of the Boston screenings are in fucking downtown. It's the worst experience of all time. I don't know. Yeah, it, I hate dude, it, it so much. It literally is. But like, I remember yeah. when, you, when you went to see Alita at the show place, and 
the seaport. You're oh like, yeah, this they is were like giving the like greatest screening ever. They were giving like food, and it was like a it was like a photo shoot. There, I might go actually now. Um, we don't we don't have those here. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I still might. Just, I still might not because I know tomorrow uh, Larry and Tyler are busy, and um, Wednesday um, everyone's free for the most part except for Alex. So I'm gonna try to get. I wanted to try to do Wednesday show. Um, me, Tyler, Alex, and uh, and uh, Hannah for that Oscar kind of debacle. I um, won't. I won't be able to Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I know you're gonna be oh, okay. Gone. Um, on yeah. Thursday, you and I have you and I have a uh, um uh, bad boys for life. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thursday. Um, so that'll be a that'll be a joy. But um, <laughs> let's get right into our movie review. This is a late movie review, everyone, on a Monday night. Uh, we do these sometimes when schedules do not work out. Uh, this is where we're going to be talking about um the latest movie from Universal Pictures, and that it's Underwater. Now, if you don't know, uh, Underwater is the story of a crew of aquatic researchers uh, who work to get to safety after an earthquake uh, devastates their sub subterranean laboratory. But the crew has more than the ocean to fear. It was directed by William Eubank, um, and it stars Kristen Stewart, just uh, Kristen Stewart, Jessica Henwick, uh, T.J. Miller, Vincent Chazelle, um, and plenty others. So let's get right into the review. Um, I'll start actually, and I'll say that I actually quite enjoyed this film. It's not a great film. It's not a bad film. I think it's right there in the middle. Um, same, similar to how I felt with last year's Escape Room in January. Um, I, I had a lot of fun with Escape Room, and I had a lot of fun with this one. It's one of those um, horror movies. Like I said, I give horror movies the benefit of the doubt, and I give them kind of an escape go. All you need, all you need to do for me to enjoy you as a horror film is to be entertaining have some good scares have some good creature designs um and some pretty good acting and i think this movie has all of that so i actually had a fun time with it um no it's not great there are some things that i don't like i think i think tj miller weighs this movie yeah oh yeah like he weighs it down with an anchor like it like down 700 miles yeah, like he he weighs the movie down to a ton, um, and I don't think it's one of those things where a lot of directors and the producers think that you need a comedic presence in these movies, and you really don't. Um, I think he would have been it would have been a better time if he wasn't in it. So that's my big big gripe of the movie. Other than that, I had a really good time with it. I was I was surprised at the ending. Um, this something that surprised me. I had a good. I love Kristen Stewart. I think she's really underrated. I think that she's pretty good in this movie. And yeah, I had a good time with it. Let's get let's get some someone's thoughts. Uh, Tyler, what you think? Uh, relatively the same. I thought it was fine for what it was. It wasn't amazing. It didn't blow my mind or anything, but it was, it had enough in it that I guess it could keep my interest if I wanted to watch it, like, again, eventually. I mean, I like, I'm, I'm also a fan of, like, horrors, you know, thrillers and all that stuff in the genre. And for the most part, it does serve its purpose in those regards. You know, it's obviously very, very much so, uh, pulling homages from other many different well-known films in the sci-fi genre you know the aliens prometheus yeah uh, Twenty Thousand yeah. leagues under the sea i mean that's literally like a preference in the movie and uh i'm trying to think there's there, there's a lot of references but those are probably like the, the predominant ones that are that i would say are influenced or ripped like off some, right? whatever word you want to use right <laughs> but, some culverfield paradox kind of thing yeah, yeah that could work that's a, that's one that could work too just because the monsters in some scenes do look similar to the cloverfield monsters yeah yeah. But yeah, for the most part, it's it was an okay experience. It's just 
the story could have been a little bit better. I mean, the right. horror, the horror aspects, the thriller aspects. I mean, they kind of like come and go. It was one of those movies that starts really strong and then like in the middle, like nothing really happens, and you kind of just mm-hmm. out. And then the the end set piece gets really huge out of nowhere, and then, then it ends. It's like if you would just like spread out your moments to keep the film intriguing through all the way right. throughout. I think it would have been much better. And of course, the film got you know, delayed for many years because apparently this film actually was filmed back in 2017. Yeah, I saw that actually too. Yeah, um, I think that's part of why T.J. Miller was in it because that was back when T.J. Miller was like still popular. Right, yeah, he was coming off of dead, all the Deadpool stuff and all that. Yeah. Um, but other than and, him, like you said, T.J. Miller was like the worst part of the movie. Yeah, he Kristen, was awful. Oh Kristen my God. Stewart, I mean, Kristen Stewart is, like you said, pretty underrated. She's. It's unfortunate that Every time she's in, like, a big budget release, it just doesn't work out for her. But, I mean, she doesn't really give, like, a bad performance per se, although she is very similar to Ripley in the, in the sense that reminded me a lot of Yeah. Ripley. And even Jessica Henwick is pretty good, too. She's yeah, like, I enjoyed her. She's really good, person, I thought. Although I person. do, um, although with Jessica Henwick, I do rather her as a badass, like, martial arts person, like, kicking Holly, ass and Holly stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I realize, I, I think I realized after watching this that I, although she had some range, clearly, I'd rather her kick some ass. So I'm excited for that next Matrix movie. She's going to be the lead and whatnot. She um, could have been Ray. Remember, remember you hear about that? She almost was Ray in Star Wars. Oh, was she? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, she was. Yep. Oh, I would have yes. bought it. I mean, I would have bought it. Yes. She's great. She's really good. Yeah, yeah. She auditioned for like six months, and then when she found out she didn't get the part, JJ specifically wrote another part for her. Oh, yeah, wow. a very small uh, part. But yeah, very very yeah. small part. Um, Alex, uh, let's get some of your thoughts. Some of your thoughts on the movie. You you saw it recently. Um, literally like today, yeah, right? Today yeah. I saw it on Saturday. Uh, Tyler, you saw it like last week or something. I don't even right? remember what day last week I saw it. It was yeah. Um, Alex, go ahead. What's your thoughts? Yeah, it was uh, it was decent. This is by far the best movie I've seen for new releases of 2020 uh, mm-hmm. in January. I'm not I'm not counting 1917 or Just Mercy because those are technically 2019 films. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I thought I thought it was decent. It was passable. You know, like it was uh, at, you know adequate acting, um, adequate directing. It for me, it was all just passable. Uh, I think my main issue. He's definitely well. One of my main issues is T.J. Miller, but my main issue is that I did I did get the feeling that it did feel like kind of like an Alien or Cloverfield movie, and I felt like at times it was to the point where it was almost like ripping it off, and so that took me out of the movie at times a little bit. And then I gotta agree with Tyler; like it feels like there's really nothing going on in the middle of this movie because I just zoned out in some parts of the middle of this movie. Um, those are really those are really my biggest issues. But I mean, this isn't like a groundbreaking movie or anything. But I, for a January movie compared to what we've got so far, like The Grudge, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like The Grudge. I'm just trying to go back to a lot of the horror movies that we've been getting recently. Yeah. The Grudge, Black Christmas. Everyone knows I despise that movie. Same. Um, yeah. but this movie, I think there's a lot to like. Be I think there's a lot to talk about as far as some of the sound design was pretty good. I saw it in a pretty nice um sounded theater. Um, sorry yeah. that the ArcLight the ArcLight theater has some really really good speakers. Um, so the sound editing was pretty good. Um, on my on my end. Um, I think some of the CGI was actually really really strong too. I, um, I, I think the uh, 
costume design as well is something I really enjoy. Those suits look kind of cool. Um, they they kind of remind me of those uh, suits from Gears of War. <laughs> I was gonna say that they remind me of like a video game, like Bioshock or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, those, like those kind of bulk. Those, yeah, like those, cool. those like bulky kind of space suits, even though they're underwater, uh, was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so I enjoyed that. I also, do I also um. One thing that I, I'm not hearing a lot from a lot of re- reviews is like the fact that there is a lot of moments where uh, you feel very claustrophobic in some in some moments and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, oh, yeah. There's it a lot of crawl. A lot of like crawling, crawl space stuff going on. Then there's just like uh, stuff where you feel very confided and you um you wish people these people would like get out of everything. Um, I did think that the I I honestly um one another another gripe that I have is that I feel like the movie just starts and it goes straight into action and I kind of wanted um Literally. I kind of. Like literally, the the way the trailer starts is the way the movie starts, and I kind of wanted some backstory: what they're doing down there, why they're down there, this and that. Not just not just some like newspaper yeah. art, newspaper That's article. That's all you get for backstory. Yeah, I don't I don't want like newspaper articles. Like similar to way to the way the Meg kind of set that set sets that whole movie up and whatnot. I, I kind of wanted some. I was gonna say, was gonna say Godzilla because Godzilla, Godzilla too. Yeah, yeah like, Godzilla. I kinda, yeah. I kind of wanted some backstory as far as who these characters are. Um, you know, you you. you you yeah, get a little bit of backstory, like you get a little bit of backstory from everyone's character here, at, like at at one point, kind of. Uh, but I, I would definitely want, I would definitely see like how long they've been down there, like you know, uh, just some backstory before we got into all the craziness. Because the movie is short; uh, it's an hour and thirty four minutes. I think if you tacked on like maybe like another twenty minutes of just backstory in the beginning before you get into all the action stuff, then it probably would have been a more cohesive movie. Um, I do think I do I do agree that it does kind of slow down at some point um, in the middle, but I did enjoy the tension that I was getting because there was moments where I was kind of clenching um, whatever was near me because like I was afraid of a monster coming out, and I think the big reveal at the end was actually really really effective because I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't um, either. I was. I was like, what the hell is that? There's. <laughs> It's it's very telling when this movie has better jump scares than like The Grudge or like previous like horror movies that I haven't seen that you guys have seen. Like there were legitimately like some moments in this film where like it's it's one of those things where you try to pinpoint when something's gonna happen and then you're a split second off and then you just end up jumping like that kind of jump scare. And I thought I thought that those actually worked effectively, honestly. Yeah. yeah. They also kept the monsters, for the most part, for a good chunk of the movie, kind of hidden in the murky waters. That's, yeah. yeah. I, um, and then by the end, too, it feels really... When they're... Um, I love. I actually quite enjoyed the last, like, 15, 20 minutes, just because when they're um kind of revealing the big reveal and stuff like that, I thought the setup was really cool. It was like watching a Godzilla movie. And stuff. I, I, was like, I was like, oh, I, my God. Yeah. Because I, I remember um, I was yeah. next to uh, I was next to my friend, my buddy Chris, um, who I saw with, and I was like, when the reveal was happening, I was like, oh my god, like what is that? You know what I mean? Um, and I and I think it's really effective. You know what you and you know, so I had a good time with that. Could I? Uh, I want to talk about the lighting for a minute because I think that this has been an issue that some people have had with like, oh, you can't really see anything because it's like it, it just feels it's so murky. It like, comes. I, yeah, it, I felt. I kind of felt, though, that, like, not being able to see things at times actually helped the movie. I think it actually, I agree, yeah. I, I think it actually enhanced the movie, because I think, I think by not being able to see these creatures in the water, it helped build up the suspense of that. And I think that that was the intent behind that, to use minimal lighting in those sequences to help build that suspense and that terror that 
they're they're experiencing I, it, the, the parts where it bothered me was when i i noticed a couple of shaky camera parts that's where it bothered me and like those yeah i know what you're talking about that's yeah true. yeah you couldn't even tell yeah. what's going on in their, their nose scenes, yeah but... but but when it was like a still shot and like you, it was very minimal lighting i i it didn't bother me because i was like i think this is effectively <clears> working to try and build the suspense and terror that the characters are experiencing right now so that that didn't bother me it was just when when it got like to the point where it was the camera was shaking and then that's where you couldn't see anything. Not only yeah. that, but also weird just due to the fact that like there would be moments where like something insane would happen, the camera would shake and then the screen would go black and then like it would just be dark for a couple seconds and then they'd open their eyes. Like that happened like three times. Yeah. I also on a, another another kind of kind of gripe that I had too, I feel I felt like they were getting to places awfully quick. Yeah, like I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys noticed the same thing, but they were like, um, just like okay, so they'll be like, okay, we have to go to this location. I'm like, okay, cool, and then they're just there, and I was like, oh, okay, how'd you guys get there? You know what I mean? It was that was really really quick, then whatnot. Just, um, they just walked across the bottom of the ocean. Nobody right, did. like there's a there there's also a scene where they're kind of looking at like a they're looking at like an escape pod kind of thing and like a thing pops up to them and literally it's a jump scare and then they're back in the uh, whatever ship. And I was like, okay, so what happened? How'd you guys take it down? How'd you guys kill it? How'd you guys do this? You know, it, it um, definitely defies logic in some parts. Oh well, of course, yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, but that was like that was like a little stuff that I had that I had a little. Eh, but, uh, with, uh, some of the cool, it was it was cool though. Some of the crazy stuff that they did do, even if it would come off for us, whether it be logical or illogical, because I always thought I did find it be kind of amusing how some of the deaths went because they kind of just imploded in their suits. <laughs> Oh yeah, 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 too. Um, yeah. yeah, I like that. I liked um a lot of the. I think I think some of the death scenes were really were pretty good. Um, some they of the characters the did the uh, stereotypical horror film thing where they kill off the black guy first. Oh, I was like, he did. I was like, are you kidding me? Like we're going back <laughs> yeah. to two thousand two thousand one and he whatnot. Didn't, he, he didn't make it out of the first stage. I know, and I kind of <laughs> like, and I kind of like that guy too. I was like, I was a little upset about it. Um, it but I so say um. I say overall, I did have a good time with it. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people are saying it is. Right. Uh, there is a people who have a, who are like, oh, it's awful. It's a Christian star. I mean, it's not. It's not horrible. Like it's it's really not. In my opinion, I don't think it's horrible at all. Um, I think there is some stuff that needs to be worked on. Of course, um, it's not a. It should have been released at a better time. I know Larry and I were talking about this last night on the um, on the box office beatdown show that it should have been released probably late summertime because. <laughs> Yeah, it's a water movie, you know. (laughs) Yeah, you can you can definitely tell with like the Fox and Disney merger where this was filmed back in like 2017. They didn't know like what to do with this movie, so they're like, "Oh, well, we'll just January. It's cold, and people just want to think about being in the water and like summertime. So we'll just we'll just put it in January." And I don't think it really belongs in January. It's more of like a May or June movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. I I think it's more of a yeah. I think it's more of a. uh, it's more of a like I would even say like late like August July something. Yeah, it's August. In August. If it was like an August movie, it probably would have done better. Yeah, yeah, because it probably would have done better. Like like similar to like um what's the movie that came out like um scary stories and all those horror movies that yeah, came out that around that time. That came out yeah. Yeah, like this. This would have been a solid August release, not January. So, but I get it. The Disney merger. They don't know. They don't care about these movies. They're just throwing them out there. But um, yeah. Other than that, for the most part, I had overall. I had a good time with it. Um, let's go around and get some overall thoughts. Um, I recommend it. I had a good time. If you like 
campy kind of uh, monster kind of horror movies. You're gonna have the good ones. You're gonna have a good time with it. And yeah, um, Alex, let's get some of your final thoughts on the movie. Yeah, um, I had a good time with it. I thought it was decent, better than most January releases. Um, it's definitely something that I would check out. I mean, rewatchability. I mean, maybe. I mean, this isn't a movie you technically have to watch again about the lighthouse 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 i love the lighthouse um but i mean i mean there's there's a couple instances where i do think that yeah the influence from like alien like cloverfield is there but there are there are quite a few instances where i do feel like it treads that line of almost ripping those films off. And then there's a couple of shaky cam moments where you can't really see anything. But I mean, other than that, I think it's, I think it's a decent adequate movie, a passable movie, just there to pass 90 minutes of your life. And, you know, I, I enjoyed watching it. Nothing, nothing special, but that's what I got. Well, okay. I was going to tell you, you said but, and then you just let. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of something else. Couldn't think of anything. <laughs> All right, uh, when when went to you, Tyler? Go ahead. Uh, basically the same sentiments as both of you. I mean, it's fine for what it is. Like, if you want to just turn on a random sci-fi movie with some monsters in it, I think you can get some entertainment out of it. I don't think I would like own this on Blu-ray or anything. I would definitely what? probably rent it i'd probably like rent it or like i'd like i'd watch it if it was on like netflix or amazon prime or some one of them but i don't think i would i would i don't think i'd own it it's just it's just i don't think it has like you said the rewatchability aspect like i could maybe if i maybe if like just for like one or two scenes just because of the fact that like that end scene was like so insane but otherwise i mean it's fine for what it is i just don't think it has like too much rewatchability yeah, I disagree with both of you. Listen, these are people who have Hellfest on Blu-ray, like myself. All right, I do not. <laughs> oh, I have Hellfest. Oh all right, well, I'm sure you guys have worse movies on Blu-ray than this movie. Come on, let's I be. Know. I know. I know Alex does. I know he does for sure. I know. You know, Alex is about to buy that Playmobil Blu-ray when it comes. Yeah. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen, I um. I I, I would. Def- I actually want to rewatch it in theaters because I like the sound design and what. Well, that's the thing. Is because um, I. I even said in my review, yeah, uh, it needed. I wish it was like being shown in something like a Dolby format because I think that would have really benefited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Something I I even failed to mention too. It's like there's there's no denying like that like for a January movie like they actually try to make like a good movie here like an actual like good movie not just like a decent movie because they put put a lot of money into it. Yeah, there's (laughs) I I mean there's a lot there's a lot here. I think I think it's adequately directed as well. Like. I mean, this could, because this could have been, like, a huge, like, scattershot, like, crazy, like, every everything wrong with filmmaking type of movie. But I think it's got, it's got adequate directing, you know, like, the production design, like, like you were saying, Dwayne, like, the, the sound and, like, even the score. Like, I mean, I was like, I was like, this is, this is a lot better than movies we get at this time of year, so... Yeah, I um, cause like once again, I was expecting I was expecting to completely rant on this movie as far as reviews go, but coming out yeah. as it was going, I was like, you know what, it's not, it's not great. It's it's about the same way I thought with Escape Room. Like I had a yeah. lot of fun with Escape Room. I thought it was completely serviceable and fine. Um, my own Escape Room. So this is definitely a movie that I would own, especially because I I own I own worse movies than this movie. So, um, yeah, yeah I had I had fun with it. Um, well, all right, guys, that is it. That is our review for um underwater if you guys checked it out let us know what you thought about it where you listen to us on facebook instagram uh twitter all that good stuff and i'll go around the call now get everyone's social medias 
Um, Tyler, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your channel this week? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, it's at it's Tyler Calvert, and on YouTube, it is Tyler Calvert without the it's. It, uh, the only th- I mean, I put a Morbius trailer reaction and review up of the trailer if you want to talk oh, about the Morbius trailer uh, a little <laughs> bit more because uh, that was an interesting trailer. But other than that, um, seeing Bad Boys for Life tomorrow, but I, the embargo doesn't lift for Bad Boys for Life until Wednesday morning. Same as Doolittle. So both of my reviews for Doolittle and Bad Boys for Life will be out Wednesday morning. Oh, God. Godspeed to you, my friend. Godspeed. Um, Alex, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you and what's coming up on your uh, channel this week? All right. You can find me at my official website, alexmaddenmovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links are there. Uh, continuing my James Bond series. Uh, speaking of water movies, I'm the fourth. I'm currently uh, editing the fourth Bond film, which is Thunderball, which also has a lot of aquatic action in it. Um, so that's coming. And then uh, I just finished The Witcher, so there will be a review of The Witcher coming up. And then Also coin to your Witcher. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> and you gotta then, see um... the show, Dwayne. Yeah, you do. Um, and, then, um... and then we'll be doing Bad Boys this week as well. And then probably do a little Friday, so we'll see. Good luck um... to that. All right. With that being said, too, uh, as far as for the um, as far as for us over here at the podcast, uh, we have a regular schedule once again back to normal. Uh, tomorrow, most likely, will be nothing. Wednesday will be all of our reactions to the Oscars, the Morbius trailer, which is awful on my end. Now you know how <laughs> yeah, I feel. Yeah, it sucked. Um, uh, yeah. then we'll have then we'll have that on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday will be our review for Bad Boys for Life. Uh, whether it's Friday or Saturday, I don't know. I got to do some shopping for Sundance next week. Um, I'll probably see. Do- I'll probably see do a little Friday after work. Um, and yeah, that is it, everyone. That is our review. Um, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex. That was Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. There he is.